Welcome to the Empower You Financial Podcast. I am your host, Eva Palacios, CEO and founder of Empower You Financial, where we teach you how to live life on your own terms through financial literacy and credit education. What's up, guys? I am super excited about today's topic. Because for those of you who have been following me on social media, you know that I just got back from one of the biggest conferences that I've attended, but not just a conference. It was actually a conference that talked about all financial industries, investment opportunities, business development. You guys... If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about InvestFest. InvestFest was held in Atlanta, Georgia. This is their third year, and I have to say, OMG. Now, this was my first time attending, but I'm going to be real. I didn't even actually attend the conference. I actually went as a volunteer to help one of my good friends, Miss Nikki Saunders, who is the founder of Deeper Than the Brand, who is the number one online social media branding guru. So if you guys aren't following her, y'all better follow her. She is on all social media platforms. Most importantly, she's on Instagram as this is Nikki's. This is N-I-C-K-Y-S or also deeper than the brand. Now, I was truly inspired to talk about this topic because a lot of people don't realize how much is involved, how much work is involved when it comes to planning events like this. And all I have to say is just being there for four days from beginning to end and learning the logistics, learning the good, the bads, and the uglies, I thought to myself, wow, what a great way to be behind the scenes so that when I am ready to bring Empower You to the event, I know exactly what I'm in for. So let me just scale it back. For those of you who are business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, you are thinking about where do I even start in terms of getting my business out there? This is actually how I started, guys. I started with doing vendor events. And really, so InvestFest is a huge conference, but a part of the InvestFest conference was their marketplace. And In the marketplace was, I don't even know how many thousands of vendors. So for those of you who've ever attended any type of community events where you have like a table, maybe even a tent, and you're behind the table talking about your company, you know, maybe you're giving away information or you're you're just really out in the community, That's in essence what the marketplace looked like at InvestFest, but on like a thousand X scale. I was really excited to be there because so many, so many amazing businesses and industries, and they all delivered their message differently and uniquely. And I thought to myself, wow, what an opportunity to be in the room with not only like-minded people, but other people that are just scaling their businesses on different levels. So let me scale it back. You know, when I first started my entrepreneur business, uh, my journey back in 2013, there was a couple of, of things that I made sure I was always a part of. 
And one of them was vendor events. And this was getting in the community, which is why I'm pretty well known in Stockton and in San Joaquin County, because I made it a point to make sure that my name and my face was in the trenches, in the community where people can get to know me, get to know me. I'm hugging on people. I'm, I'm handshaking. We got the eye contact. We're getting one-on-one time. And that's super important, especially if you're starting a business. Now, for those of you who have followed me for quite some time, you know, when I first started, I was an introvert. That meant I wasn't the first person to get into the communities and speak in public and talk to people. And you're probably thinking to yourselves, there is no way, Eva, you have got to be kidding me. Yes, guys, because remember, I worked at a job for 17 years in a cubicle working on the phones. I didn't have no human interaction aside from my coworkers. So you can only imagine 17 years behind a phone, behind a desk in a cubicle. Yes, you become a product of your environment. And I became an introvert. Not until, not until I was forced. Thank you, Jesus. He pushed me outside of my comfort zone and I was forced to build my business And what did I have to do? Get outside my comfort zone and get into the public. Get out there. Put myself out there so that I can be known. Because I'm going to be real, guys. When I started my business, I didn't know anything about systems. I didn't know anything about traditional, like, marketing or putting ads out there or or whatever stuff businesses were doing. How I grew my presence was through social media but also through community events. So for those of you who are starting brand new, that's going to be my first tip, guys. Tip number one, get into your community. And one of the ways that you can do that is search your city website and find all of the events that your city throws. I don't care if it is a food truck frenzy. I don't care if it's your local chamber of commerce. Guys, that's a big one. I became a part of a lot of different local chamber of commerce. And and one city can have multiple chambers that you can be a part of. And these are little inside communities where there's other business owners, people just like you trying to grow their business. This is an opportunity where you can make friends, build relationships, but most importantly, Get your name and your business out there. So go ahead. Start searching through your, so, your, your, your city and your local websites and see what type of community events you can be a part of. Many of those events are absolutely free. Now, once you find those events, tip number two, can you register to become a member or a vendor? Now, I used to think vendors were people that would sell products. You know, sometimes you go to an event and they have tables of people. Maybe they're selling Tupperware or or Mary Kay or their cupcakes or their whatever products that they've got to offer. I'm going to be real. A lot of those events have products to sell. But if you're like me, 
where you don't have anything tangible to sell aside from your online services, this is where you got to show up and you got to be prepared to share with whoever crosses your booth the opportunity that you have to offer. Now, I will say this. If you decide to become a vendor, tip number two, becoming a vendor at this type of event, you want to be sure that you have more than just yourself at that event. Because I promise you, depending upon how big this event is, if it's an event that may draw in a hundred people, 200 people, couple hundred, couple thousands, and it's just you, you are going to get burned out. You cannot do it all by yourself. So I highly recommend you bring in some teammates. Maybe you've got some clients that are testimonials of the service that you've provided. Maybe it's a business where you have teammates who are doing the same thing that you do, but they're coming in to volunteer, to spread the word about what it is that you're offering. You want to be sure that you have the enough manpower for all the traffic that's going to pass by. Because the last thing you want is to go on a bathroom break and you leave your table empty and you miss out on all the opportunity of all those people that are passing by. But because no one is there to talk about your business, you now miss out on opportunity. Now, with that table or that space that you have, you want to make sure that it's not just you and your team or your clients sharing and talking about what it is that you do, but that it's opportunity to actually obtain the client's information. This is probably the number one biggest mistake that new vendors miss out on is they're just so excited to, to set up their table and to bring out their products or their services. Maybe they're handing out flyers, they're handing out business cards, but guys, my number one mentor taught me that every time you hand somebody information without getting their contact information in return, you are leaving your future in their hands. What do I mean by that? If you give them the information, you know darn well the odds of them calling you is very slim. And if you don't think this is true, let's put it to the test. How many people have handed you a business card that you threw away in the garbage? Am I right or am I right? I know I'm one of them. I used to be one of them. Not anymore because as a business owner, guess what? I'm capturing all information. I'm putting it into my system and I'm making sure my system is connecting with them. So here's another tip for you guys, especially if you're thinking about a vendor event, you want to be able to give them something to where they can type in their information. Something that is very easy, guys, is a QR code. Having a QR code right there on your table where they can come up, grab their phone, take a picture. Now it connects to your website. And now by force, they have to type in their information so that now you're capturing the lead. Now, 
I'm going to throw this out there. And Jiggy, she's the editor of this podcast. Jiggy, do me a favor. Inside the notes, can you let the people know what your Popple reference code link is? Guys, I've been using Popple for the past three years, and it's amazing. But when Jiggy drops her link in the comments below, you can sign up and get a certain percentage off. I don't know if it's 10% off, 20% off. I don't know what it is, but it's savings is a savings. And I highly recommend you sign up for this service because with this service, you can, you can link your website to it. I have my link tree signed up to it. Where not only when people scan the code, it's going to automatically ask you to type in your name, your email, and your phone number. That information gets sent to me, and it's automatically downloaded in my phone. But most importantly, my information is also downloaded in the client's phone, where now they have access to my YouTube, my Facebook, my Instagram, my TikTok, my website. They get it all. And that right there, guys, is one of the best investments you can make. And it's super duper cheap. So do me a favor, click the link below in the notes and make sure you sign up using Jiggy's link so that you can be able to save some money with that. That's huge, guys, because that was one of the thing that while helping Nikki and, and the rest of the team at their booths, I'm like, we need to make sure that we're capturing everybody's information. We had about seven to 10 people at the booth on any given time ready to talk to the audience, ready to talk to anybody that stepped foot in front of the booth because every person is worth money, but it's only worth money if you're capturing that lead. So at the very least, guys, you need to have something to capture their information so that you can be able to follow up with them later. Now, another thing that I highly recommend if you're doing a vendor or some type of event like this, is that you're loving on your customers. You're showing them who you are, connecting with them eye to eye, handshakes, hugs. How are you doing? But most importantly, in my professional opinion, you should give away something. You should give away some type of freebie to where you're all, they're all, you're going to be able to leave an impression on them. Something they're always going to remember you by, but also something that's very, very low cost or easy or useful. For example, I've done vendor events for years, guys, and I always want to make sure that I'm leaving a good impression, but most importantly, they're remembering me and my uniqueness. Now, things that I have given away in the past, notebooks, pens, sometimes, depending upon the situation, I give away tote bags or big bags because when you're going to one of these events, everybody else is going to give away freebies. And what's going to happen? Where are we going to put all these freebies at? So on purpose, I have created these very big tote bags that has my company name, not just my company name, QR code, and all of my social media handles. So while they're walking around all throughout the events, 
they become my marketing team because they're walking around with a big old bag that they're putting everything else inside. You can't help it. If you've got the biggest bag, by default, people are going to put all of their stuff in your bag and now they're walking away around with it and now other people are seeing, wait a minute, where did they get that bag from? I want that bag. That bag's big. I can put all my stuff inside. So guys, you got to be very strategic. Whether it's a bag they can carry, a backpack they can carry, maybe it's a t-shirt, maybe it's a hat, something that is very unique and purposeful, something that they can reuse over and over and over again. Now, mind you guys, sometimes these events can have hundreds, maybe even thousands of people. So you need to really think about the investment that you have to make to get prepared for these types of events. Now, lastly, lastly, guys, with the vendor events or conferences where you have the ability to have a table at, you want to make sure, you want to make sure that you are noticeable. That's tip number three, guys, that you're noticeable at these events. What do you have at your table that is going to draw in the crowd? What is going to make you unique compared to all of the other hundreds of people that are there to make sure that people are stopping by at your booth? I have to say, between Nikki and the squad, their booths were amazing. The cool part is the location. That's another tip, guys. If you have the ability to choose what part of the event location you can be at, you want to be very strategic. We were on the very end where there was an open area where there was a DJ. It was always popping traffic coming in and out. We were having so much fun. We were dancing in the aisles. We were greeting people. We were loving on people. We had such a great We had such great compliments and feedback just based on our energy. And again, it comes down to making sure you have the right people, making sure you have the right location, making sure you're setting the vibe and the tone to be able to draw in the crowd. But yeah, what are you doing to set your booth apart from everybody else? For me in the past, when I've done my own booths, for some of the other businesses that I've had. I've had a big old Plinko board. How many of you have watched The Price is Right? Plinko is my favorite game. I actually bought a big old Plinko board where people will come up, put the little Plinko, and at the bottom, they would win a prize. And depending upon what type of event it was, prizes all day long. If you're doing a community event where it's, more for the kids, more for family. Put it this way. Anything that involves kids, you better make sure your giveaway is kid-friendly. I have done bubbles, especially if we're outdoors in the park. I've given away bubbles. I've given away um, little windmill fan thingies. I've given away cool things that the kids love to play with so that when they're running around, Other kids are like, wait a minute, I want that. Where do I go to get that? 
they bring more people to my booth. Some people have the ring toss game. Some people have a board where they throw darts to pop balloons. Guys, you got to get creative. Now, this particular scene, it, it, it wasn't set up for that, but I will say this. There was some really cool booths where they were playing like the prices right type video game type contestants. We had Terika who had a big old red house that was a monopoly looking house with the monopoly tape uh, board game on the floor. You got to throw roll dice. Guys, you got to really think outside the box and get creative. Just because it's a large event that was catered to draw in 20,000 people doesn't mean all 20,000 stopped to every single booth. But for the ones that were creative, the ones that were providing a certain level of service and adding value to the audience, those were the booths that were getting the most traffic. So guys, if you're considering this type of event, make sure you are prepared. Make sure you've got your signage, you look unique, you've got some freebies, and most importantly, you've got a team there to be able to help spread the word on whatever business or product that you're selling. Because that is where you're going to be able to make your investment back. Because a lot of these types of things are not free. You have to pay to play. And you want to be sure, especially from a financial aspect, how much money do you have to put in? And what is the game plan for you to make sure you're making your money back? Heck, you might have merch that you want to sell. And if that's the case, make sure you've got all your payment processors together. You've got your iPads ready. You've got your cashiers ready. You've got your cashiers, but you got a team grabbing the merch, helping with sizes, refilling the bins with, with, with low inventory. Guys, I have to say, this right here was one of the best experiences I could have. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Nikki Saunders, for allowing me to be a part of the squad in volunteering. That's my love language. I love to be able to help people, but also, even though I volunteer, and most people, like, let's be real, not everybody can volunteer. You got some volunteers that don't even do a good job volunteering. But for me, anything that I do, even if I am donating my time, I make sure that I operate with the level of excellence. I make sure that I earn my spot so that I could be able to earn my rights to volunteer later on. Because while other people may think, oh, you know, that's just a free ride to get into the event. I didn't even go to the conference. I was there to serve and that's exactly what I did. But at the same time, I was very present I was very intentional with watching everything that was going on so that I can be able to get all of the golden nuggets to prepare me for if I choose to be able to do something like this, I know how to prepare for it. So guys, I hope I've added value to you, especially for my new business owners or even 
existing business owners, you may be in business for quite some time and you're considering doing an event like this and you're not really too sure how to handle it. Speak to the people. Find out who has attended that event before and find out what you need to do to best prepare so that you can have a successful vendor event. With that being said, guys, thank you so much. I hope I've added value to you. And if so, do me a favor, like, subscribe, and share this with your friends and family because I look forward to helping you live life on your own terms. Take a look at what you see, what I become. It ain't hard to tell. Young legend, I'm an icon.